Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and overcoming tragedy. What do you do? Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show. Um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. When you have ADHD, putting in an eight-hour workday while maintaining maximum concentration can be a challenge. Here are some strategies to help. Make your physical environment less distracting. Use your laptop, smartphone, or alarm to track appointments and deadlines. Break up long tasks into shorter ones. Take breaks and walk around. Before you leave work, take five minutes to organize your work area for the next day. To learn more about workplace issues, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Jan, can you introduce our guests? Jeff, we're very happy to have Tony and Casey Beleza as our guests today. Tony and Casey are founders of Anthony's Way, The Road to Kindness. It's the foundation they created to honor the memory of their son, Anthony. Anthony sadly and impulsively took his own life shortly after his 18th birthday. His parents helped Anthony overcome most of his challenges associated with ADHD, except for his impulsiveness. The Beleza family is turning tragedy into an inspirational mission and resource for kids with ADHD and their families. They created a holistic care model that leverages ADHD coaches, tutors, and health professionals to help these kids identify their talents and gifts to achieve success through high school graduation. So, Jeff, we're very happy to have Tony and Casey with us today. Tony, Casey, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. It's great to be here. Thanks, Jeff. I, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. For those that are that, that are regular listeners, you'll know that most of our shows are about insights and and trying to help people understand what's kind of going on. Uh, I don't do a whole heck of a lot of inspirational shows, and I don't do a lot of shows about just individual stories. I I do get a lot of people that call me up and say, I wrote a book. It's about their ADD journey, and and honestly, not to be – it's a very similar journey. For most people, it's just a different name. However, today is very different. 
Um, I've got Tony and, and Casey on, and the topic today is, is a story that, that they are in the middle of right now. It's unfolding as we speak, but it touched me because it's really about ADHD and overcoming tragedy and what do you do. And, you know, sometimes there's just challenges that are thrown at you, and somehow you've got to take your lemons and make some lemonade. And so that's very much what this story is about. However, um, there's a real positiveness in that we're going to, as this unfolds, and kind of inspire you to. So um, I want to begin by, you know, Anthony and Casey, can you talk about your son, um, you know, what he was all about, his experiences, and, and then kind of lead into unfortunate challenges that you have? Okay. Absolutely. Uh, first, hey Jeff, thank you for having us. Um, you've been an inspiration to lots of folks, and we're great. We're appreciative of having your time and uh, the value you've given to everybody uh, with ADHD. So, you know, first I'll, I'll start. Um, you know, I was I was the traveling person of the family. I was on the road 100% of the time, and my I'm blessed to have my wife who was home, having taken care of three girls and, and our son Anthony. And um, I would come home, and I was the fun parent, and she was the person who saw so much. So I really want to turn it over to her to kick it off and talk about Anthony's early life and, you know, how we found out about ADHD, that he had ADHD, and, and some of the, the early struggles we had, but also the wonderful times we had with our sons. So, Casey, go ahead. Okay. Well, Anthony was a very sensitive, sweet, gentle, kind, funny, impulsive, uh, sometimes frustrated boy. Uh, he never wanted anybody to be sad. He always wanted everybody to be happy and to be his friend. He would uh, befriend every new boy at school so that they wouldn't feel like they were alone. He would be sad, very, very sad, and we had this happen quite a few times, uh, when he thought somebody was his friend and they would just drop him for no reason and with no explanation. Uh, he always wanted to have play dates. Um, in fact, we always told him that he should have been a twin so that he could always have a companion with him. Uh, he always, always desired the connection with people, and he was generally a very happy person. Um, just a quick timeline. Uh, we noticed things in preschool were kind of off when he couldn't uh, remember his ABCs and one, two, threes. He was having trouble. Um, that continued uh, through kindergarten and uh, first grade. Uh, second grade, uh, fortunately, his teacher had experience with ADHD, and she noticed that one day he crumpled up a piece of paper and threw it away, and um, she went and retrieved it, and then she called us to come in and have a conference with her. Um, apparently, he had drawn a frowny face on this piece of paper, and he put a big X through it, and at the bottom, he said, I hate me. Um, we knew then that we had, we needed to do something. Um, so we uh, got right on it um, and uh, went to our pediatrician uh, who began our teacher and home evaluations. Um, and based on that, he referred us to get a complete evaluation done. Uh, Anthony was diagnosed with ADHD, dysgraphia, and learning difficulties in math and reading. So we started as 504 at the Catholic school that he was going to. Um, third grade was a really rough year. Uh, the teacher wasn't familiar with children with ADHD. Um, his hyperactivity and impulsiveness became very apparent. Um, they, you know, in Catholic school, you have to, you know, keep on the straight and narrow. And, uh, you know, he would, he would be the one that was supposed to be standing in line, and he would run down the hall and slide on his knees. That didn't go over very well. Um, he was... <laughs> 
he was made to stay in at recess if he didn't get his work done in the morning. He was made to stay in at recess and go to the library and finish his work, which he, they were not supposed to do. Um, but fortunately for us, the librarian loved him, and so it became kind of a safe place for him. Um, uh, his homework was all supposed to be reduced, but it wasn't. Uh, that's when the bullying and um, the ostracization from uh, his peers began. Uh, because, you know, they saw him getting in trouble, so they didn't want to be associated with that. Um, so uh, that's also when we started with a psychiatrist uh, who specialized in ADHD, uh, who we continued with, uh, you know, for the rest of uh, Anthony's life. We sat in on the sessions with him so that he wouldn't feel like he was alone or that there was something wrong with him, um, and also so we could learn how to help him in certain situations. Uh, that's also when we started medications, um, uh, the, the pediatrician, Tony was not on board with medications yeah. at all. Um, the pediatrician had told us, you know, well, that's because Tony said he's not going on medications. And the pediatrician said, well, that's fine. But I'll tell you, when he's 11, 12, 13, he's going to start, start self-medicating. And then you're really going to have problems. So I changed, I, changed my, I changed my mind immediately right there. So, um, so yeah. he started on medications uh, in third grade, uh, and that's also when we found a, uh, a tutor for him uh, for his uh, deficiencies. Um, and she uh, had ADHD. She was a retired teacher, and, um, and she uh, helped him more than we can ever know. Um, and she was with him until he died. Um, just to comment uh, so, on that, you know, we, we were blessed that we had so many wonderful people, the pediatrician, the, the second grade teacher, you know, and the tutor. I mean, we were blessed that these people came together and they just loved Anthony. Yeah. They really wanted to help him. And that was, that was really, you know, that was a blessing for us because, uh, and the psychiatrist too. I mean, we were able to take care of all these things and get the tools that we needed. So it was really important. But uh, we had wonderful people backing us the whole time. Absolutely. Yes, we did. Yeah, so uh, we moved him to public school in fifth grade. Catholic school wasn't working out too well. Um, and um, we found out that he was very behind in reading and math, so he was put in a uh, math and reading club. Um, they caught him up mostly by seventh grade, which was fantastic. Uh, a friend from kindergarten uh, was in the class with him, so that made him very happy. Um, he had a great fifth grade year. He made new friends. Everything was going, you know, very well. So, you know, I want to jump in now because, you know, it's at this time when, when I changed jobs and I said I, re I need to stay home more with my kids and my family. So I changed jobs and I, my travel was cut down substantially. But, you know, here's where, here's where we started finding Anthony's gifts and uh, talents. And, you know, I was, I was a fun parent, so I said to, my, said to the kids, I said, how about if we, we go and all we do martial arts? Well, my old, our oldest two were dancing, so they, they kept continued dancing. My youngest daughter, Gabriella, and Anthony and myself, we all went and took martial arts. I have to tell you that there were some challenging times there, too, where he didn't want to go. But I'll tell you, once he got into it, he took it. And, you know, it was a, watching him do spinning back kicks and giving him, you know, the, the nunchucks and the, the staff and doing all the, the forms, he just grabbed onto it and he gained confidence. You know, the mm -hmm. other side of this was that that was really helpful. And that helped the whole bullying part of this. Uh, Casey mentioned bullying. He was bullied throughout, and, and um, there was a point in time when, you know, being a martial artist, we're not supposed to fight, but when three boys attacked him in school, he fought back. 
And from that point on, we, we sat with the principal and the vice principal of the school and said, look, if he's being attacked, he's not going to put it. You could, you could take him out, suspend him, do whatever you need to do, but this is not right. You need to get, uh-huh. get the, the people together. So we did all of that, and then um, he started protecting other kids, Jeff. And that was really where he started gaining confidence. He started protecting the kids that were being bullied. The other part of this was that he really found his love for singing. And I want to share this because this is really special. He, he came to me uh, when, my, when Casey turned 50. He said, I want to sing a song for mom. And uh, I was get touched by this because I took him to a studio. And he sang Bruno Mars' song, Just the Way You Are. Wow. So to his mom. And that was really special, and we have that tape today. And, um, it always Casey makes me cry. Often. I'm so, sure. You know, we, 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 we were able to give him the, the talents and, and take him through these things that, you know, and we really found out just what a wonderful, wonderful boy he was and the talents he had. And Casey's going to touch on a couple other of his special skills that, that he had, too. Yeah, so it's a it's a. At the beginning of each school year, um, I would send each teacher an email uh, to introduce them to Anthony, uh, along with his 504, a copy of his I-504, uh, an aspect that I, I tried to outline every aspect um, that could present a challenge in class. Um, he had traveling ticks from year to year, which uh, sometimes bothered the kids around him. Uh, most of the teachers really appreciated it and found it, you know, very, very helpful. Um, and when they didn't find it helpful and they didn't follow the 504, then we would obviously have a conference uh, with them and get it worked out and advocated for Anthony. Um, when he was in high school, he was advocating for himself, um, which, you know, shows his, uh, his um, confidence in himself. Um, his grades were great. Well, his grades were good, but he worked very, very hard for them. Um, and he never wanted me to help him with anything. He's like, no, it's my work. I want credit for it, whatever it is. Um, so, uh, you know, as Tony said, he was in a lot of activities. Uh, he loved to sing. Uh, he played soccer and lacrosse. He loved snowboarding and skateboarding. Um, he joined ski club, uh, and, uh, he got tired of trying to find people to sit with him on the bus. So he, uh, convinced all of his friends to join ski club, even though none of them skied. And, uh, and they continued that through their high school years and, and his friends still, still go snowboarding. Uh, and stuff, uh, and they tell us every time they go, you know. Um, and he also was a great artist, and we have a lot of his uh, artwork hanging uh, in our house today. So he, he basically became the social coordinator for his friends. And you know, and then, then as he hit 11th grade, Jeff, he, he found that he loved motorcycles and he loved cars. And he came to me mm-hmm. and said, Dad, as a, senior, as a senior, can we do a project together? And, and we said, well, I said, what do you want to do, Anthony? And he said, let's, let's refurbish a car together. So we found an, a beat-up red 1989 BMW 325, and it was, it was beat up to no end. And we worked on that car, and we, we took care of it, and we got it ready to go and get ready to get painted. And we dropped, the, we dropped it, we lowered it, we got new tires. And here's one of his impulsive issues that we had. And this was always a challenge for us because he took the car out after we just got new tires and new rims on, and a friend of him said, let's go drifting. Well, they went drifting in a church parking lot. And, you know, it, shortly after that, the police came, knocked on our door, and, and told us that our son had to go do community service, and we had to go through that whole process. So impulsivity was one of those things that we, we struggled with on how to, how to control throughout his whole life. And, you know, he, he never really thought about the consequences. And, um, 
No, but he but he loved cars and he and he loved and he was going to go to Northridge University and study automotive marketing and management. We had that all keyed up for him to go. And um, and then he he started he started uh, dating and like any young boy in eleventh twelfth grade he had he had really what we think is two relationships. Um, one was with a, a young lady who um, her mom passed away and he he always had this feeling like he needed to take care of people and help people. And he wanted to save people. And so that relationship went on for about a year. And then he met someone else. And so um, within a few months, things transpired that um, he, we found out after that there were some challenges there. And um, and one morning after an argument, I guess, they've had, uh, we found him. And Casey found him in his bathroom. And I tried to revive him, but he was gone. And it happened so quickly that we were just we were just in shock. And you know, it, every time we got to relive this, we talk about it, and it touches us in a way. And and you know, it's about now how we help other families. Yeah. I made a vow, and we made a vow when he passed that we would. And and I had to give it give the eulogy for him, and we said we're going to help kids and families no matter what. We didn't know how we were going to do that, but. We needed to do that for ourselves, and uh, yes. and that that's really the next the next step here. Yeah. So, if if I may, the, the one thing I want is I mean, this is a tough story to come on and tell. And I appreciate you, you that, and, and we want to go to break here in a second, come back and, and talk about like the next phase of this. But what I really want to emphasize here, um, that I, in talking to to you and Casey before this happened for our listeners, um, it's about the kindness. Um, it's about how Anthony was always there for others, uh, stuck up for other bullies, social coordinator. And I know we're going to hear more about the kindness when we come back for a commercial break. But yeah. from my understanding, this was a kid who was just passionate about a lot of things, passionate about a lot of people. We could hear some of that in the, in the song that he sang for his, his mother. And, um, you know, when you're in the world of ADHD, some tragedy strikes and it, it's there. It's, it's unfortunate, but it, but it is. And, we're going to go to break, everybody. When we come back, we're going to kind of talk about, like, you know, what do you do when this strikes? And I think that you'll, you'll get some clean access out there, everybody, because this is a, this is a big one. So, anyway, I want to preview. Um, Casey and Tony are, are putting together a program, and we're going to talk about more after break. But I'm going to tell you that right now the website is anthonysroadtokindness.com. Again, anthonysroadtokindness.com. Our secret word tonight is tragedy, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by GigCoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with uh, Tony and Casey. Uh, before the break, they shared a very inspirational story of their son. Unfortunately, that ended in uh, 
bit of a tragedy, um, which is very, very sad. And, and the, the real reason I wanted to, to have this interview today is that when you're are confronted with tragedy, the question is really what do you do? Um, that's a big question. What do you do? And I think it depends on the individual. Sometimes people really struggle with it, and other people, some, some do something with it. I remember watching a, uh, a video one time on grief because I was, I was helping a friend get through something, and it was funny. Like, nobody gets out of here alive. Everybody can go through some level of grief at some point in time. And so what I'd like to do is, Tony and Casey, can you tell us, you know, given this tragedy, can you start to tell the story of your transformation and what you guys decided to do from this experience? Yeah, Jeff. Um, you know, I'll tell you, we went into hibernation for a little while. But we just, we just, our goal was to make sure we were okay and make sure that our girls were okay. And, you know, you talk about grief, grief, and every, we all dealt with it in a different way. You know, but really, mm-hmm. really what helped us was that at Anthony's viewing, our girls said, Dad and Mom, let's put out some papers and let's have people write about Anthony. Tell us something about Anthony. Jeff, we got hundreds, hundreds of, of kind acts that he had done. Wow through this process. I mean, so, so, and that's where, that's where, you know, and, and I'll share this, that, you know, it took us, took us about five years to get to this point where we were going to do something because we knew we needed to do something. But one night I had a dream and Anthony came to me and said, dad, it's time. And I knew what he meant. So I kicked it in and I said, the case is eight, it was about 18 months ago. I said, we need to do something. And I started doing all the research um, and it was, it was tough. I mean, we started researching and we started bringing back all the memories that we had and, and the challenges that we had and how we need, and, you know, we could lay, we knew we could lay here and sleep and just be depressed, but we said, we really need to start helping people. So, so what, what I started doing was researching and, you know, when you get into this, you never know the stats until, you know, you're, you're dealing with it yourself. So, you know, 6.4 million kids that we know of have ADHD and 30% of those kids will be challenged with either attempting or dying by suicide. That to me really was staggering when I found that out. And so I started working on building what we'll call a holistic care model. And that model is all about how we tie the doctors in and we, build a, we built a board around a medical advisory board. And Dr. Ned Hallowell, who many of you know, are on that, he's on that board with us and he's helping us on the medical side of the equation. And so is David Guywork from the ADD Coaching Academy. So I work closely with David through a lot of this. And, and then I said, I need to really bring in, there's not enough therapists out there. So we really need to look at how we build this life coach line for these kids. And, you know, with David's help and Michelle Raz's help, we defined that we're going we're gonna to have, we're going to cover the cost for the ADHD coaches. And then we know how well tutoring works for these kids, for Anthony, so we have identified a top-notch tutoring organization in Pennsylvania that really works with kids. They have retired teachers on there. It's all virtually done. Retired teachers, English, math, and the languages. And, and so we teamed up with them, with that, them to work with us. And then um, my background, as you know, is, is martial arts, but it's also health and fitness. And I'm a certified personal trainer and master trainer and, and, and health coach. And so at the end of the day, you know, Exercise is so critical to this whole process. You, know, you, you raise the dopamine levels. That's why I think martial arts was so good for Anthony because he gave him confidence, but it also helped to, to raise his dopamine levels. And he loved to work out after that. And, um, and then we also said, you know, 
the kids when they reach that 16, 17, 18 years of age, you know, we brought in, Sir Anthony, which we didn't talk about, a, a college preparation program that taught them how to take SATs and ACTs, which because when, when an ADHD person looks at those tests, they just, it's blank. And that's what yeah. Anthony, when he looked at these tests, he said, this is this, that. He said, this is, this is crazy. And so we brought in this, this company and a great friend of ours, she had designed an organization to help with ACTs, SATs, and then also college prep, get them ready to do the applications. And she helped him to get through all that process and helped him to get into six schools, uh, get accepted into six schools. So I have outlined and put, taken all of this into account here in, in terms of building this holistic care model. And the one piece that is on top of this and why we named it Anthony's Way, the Road to Kindness, is because because of how kind he was and what he did for people, we feel it's necessary that we build in kindness into this program and this holistic model because when you do something nice, it, raise, it raises your t- dopamine, but it gives you serotonin, all those wonderful, good feelings that when these kids that are in our program, and they do something nice, something kind, a kind deed, we're going to reward them. And at the time of graduation, they have the opportunity to get up to $10,000 in the scholarship for their kindness acts that will go to their university or, or their vocation of choice. And that's how we built this model because it covers all the bases. It, it, we didn't miss, miss a cue in here. And the other piece of this is that talked about um, the challenges with school systems. And, you know, school systems are great when they work. We have a student advocate program built into that helps them through that challenges if they have a 504 or an IEP that that student advocate will help work through with the school system to make sure the student gets what they need. And that's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. We have to give these kids and bring out what they're good at. And we know that there's challenges in math and English. And when we built those in, tutoring and the coach line, and you're a coach, Jeff, and I mean, you know how important it is, you know, the value proposition that we bring, and we didn't have this. We were, we were Anthony's coach. We didn't know how to deal with some of these challenges at, at times that he had. And, you know, I wish we would have had a life coach brought in at that time, too. So we're going to – we want to bring that to these families and these kids. And that's – so I built this model, shaped it all out, got all the partners that we need to help execute it. And now we're at a point where, you know, we're, we're – uh, and, again, thanks to the board. We've got an excellent board that I put together, and, and David's on that board, uh, advisory board, and David Guywork and Michelle Raz is on, and brought operational people in. I'm working on bringing in a student advisor for the, that's tied into the school systems. So I really tried to think about all the aspects of this so that we can take it to the next level. What's that next level? The next level is helping kids, helping these kids. And we, we said we want to work with them in, from the five years, five years old to 18 and possibly that first year of transition into college. And so with the help with – Go ahead and finish your, your thought. All right. I'll go ahead, Jeff. So for for our listeners out there, I, I really want to kind of frame this out so you're you're clear. Is in the in the aftermath of Anthony's passing, the inspiration uh, to to build a model, and I'm going to say a holistic model that is is being built as we speak. It's 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 not been done yet, but he's rallied a variety of experts from different fields yes. to start to work together in coordination. Um, to help these complex kids. Um, 
given his business background, he's been trying to raise some money, I'm going to say scholarship money, that's, that's a loose term for all kinds of things, to try to provide resources that have really never been done before in the ADHD community. There's people that have come together to do different things, a piece here or a piece there, but what he's building is really, really pretty massive, and I really wanted to bring on because he's, in the wake of this tragedy, is really taking the inspiration forward. And under, underpinning this message is interesting because it's not necessarily holding up the mantra of ADHD, but the notion of kindness, which is important to all this kind of stuff. And, and building this and, and hopefully raising money to bring hope to people is amazing. Like, there's a lot of parents out there that can really relate to, um, I think, Casey and Tony, but if you think about it, you're really kind of on your own. You're, you're, you're having to case manage everything, whereas with this model that uh, Tony's trying to build, you'll go in and there's a, there's a plethora of people that will aid you in the process of getting help for your kids. Now, I want to, Tony, I want to make sure I'm not misrepresenting that, right? This is, this is a big holistic no. model that's yeah. more than just one person, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a massive thing if you can pull it off, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I've built a lot of businesses in my career, and this was very close to home. I, I wanted the best of the best people that we, we would team together and give whatever they needed. So that evaluation will happen. We'll evaluate, we'll evaluate the child or the teenager, and we'll say, what do you need? Need the coach? We've got the coach. If you need tutors, we have tutors available. If you need help, if there's other issues like sustained depression, and, and which is one of the big causes here, and then we reach out to Dr. Hallowell and say, "Hey, how do we get how do we get the care that they need that they need there?" You know, and then you know, gotta have access. I'd like to put something gotta, in here real quick. Cut. Uh, I just wanted to mention, and I'm not sure that it got mentioned before, but Anthony was never diagnosed with depression. Uh, that was never in that was never in the vocabulary with him. So that that you know, uh, that that did not play into his um, into his into his suicide at all. Right. But we know that that's happened. I mean, we know kids that they get isolated, they feel, they, they yes. feel they're outcast. And, and, that, and that really, so we built this in a way that we can address, you know, the isolation. We can de- depress the lower dopamine levels that are out yes. there. We can address those, those important aspects, you know, feeling isolated. We, we want to really bring this, I'll tell you, I'm building an app too. One thing I'm building is I want to keep the positivity. We had, our motto in our, in our family was two things. We've got to keep moving forward. And that's what we're doing here. We're moving forward to the next steps and helping kids and families. But the, the true model here is what Anthony and all of our girls used to say, today is the best day of your life. Tomorrow will be even better. And we want to Absolutely. drive that home through an application that says, hey, let's share, let's share a little story in the morning with the families and the children. But really, you know what? Go out there. Today's a great day. Yep. And if we could have that and have them feel gratitude towards that, we want to give them the tools they need to succeed and identify what they're really good at. And that's what we did for Anthony. We want to do the same thing for these wonderful kids that are out there that have ADHD. Tell you what, this is an incredible inspirational story. I want to continue this. Uh, we do need to go to break real quick. Uh, go to the website, anthonysroadtokindness.com. Again, that's anthonysroadtokindness.com. Our secret word tonight is tragedy. Come back from the break. We're going to continue this conversation, so hold on for more details. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. 
other places give you a few tips, the ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are enjoying an incredible inspirational story of what Tony and Casey have done in the uh, aftermath of their son's passing. And the reason I wanted to do this show was to share this and what do you do in a tragedy, but also there's a lot of you out there who have had some challenges and some tragedies with regard to those with ADHD. And when you think about the amount of time and effort Tony and Casey have put into building this model, it's massive, everybody. I mean, it takes a lot of time and energy you, you can conceive of an idea, but the actual putting the stuff together and bring it to fruition is a huge deal. And quite honestly, something I think a lot of people would be inspired to do, but at the end of the day, don't have the resources or the time to do because of everyday life. And I wanted to share this with you because you actually can join in um, on what um, Tony's been doing. Uh, go to the website. Um, as this is being recorded, the site's really just getting ready to be launched, and it's going to evolve over a period of time. But Anthony's road to kindness is really a road to kindness. It's really not about Tony and Casey per se. It's about the philosophy. And if you want to um, join in and, and, and really kind of what do you do after your own tragedy, participate, uh, I'm encouraging you to do that because, you know, we work with – Chad has been one of our sponsors for years. And the reason that I always – encourage everybody to be a member of, of, of Chad, that is children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, is because we all have to speak with one voice. Individually, we're, we're not there, but Chad's the one that's on Capitol Hill that speaks with one voice. And if we rally behind things like that, we begin to speak with one voice. We can advocate not only for those out there, but for kindness and those with ADHD. So again, Tony and Casey, you guys are, you're, you're building a pilot you're trying to raise funds for that right now so that you can kind of run the pilot, get it, and kind of launch it. Um, tell us about where you are on that and what the future holds, you hope. Yeah, yeah I tell you, Casey's been really inspirational in this whole process because, um, you know, we set, out, we set this out and we said we, we want to help you know, at least five kids next year. We want to do a pilot. And it's important that we do a pilot first to make sure all the components that we built work. And, you know, we're doing like everybody else. We're like a nonprofit. We're going out, we're raising money, we're having fundraising events. And but the true, the true crux of this will come down to working with five, seven kids. We'd like to do more, but and we're, and her, we're committed to helping five kids next year, no matter how much funds are raised. Um, and we, 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 we did the math. Both of us worked the math. And it's about $15,000 that we're willing to spend per child 
to make sure that they can get all the tools that they need, all right, and all the help they need. So um, that that pilot will be documented and, re- and and put together in a way that we can put a research paper together and share that. You know, it's almost like doing a clinical trial because you know, if we can prove that this thing works and we and we believe it does already. All all my research and all Casey's research that we've done on this says yes, all the components work and and we've tested them out already on on Anthony. We just need the, the right coaches and the right people to, to help work together. And we believe we have the right team between David and, and Michelle and the teams there. And then, um, so we want to work with five kids, and that's our goal next year. We do the pilot, we do the research, we do the, the stats on it, we see what the changes occurred, track all of that, and then we want to take it live. So, you know, Jeff, you hit on it. We, we need funding. You know, um, like any other nonprofit, we'd love to have a founding investor with us. We are. We are putting our own family resources in because we believe that this is so necessary. Um, and if we had to ask Anthony, he would say, go ahead, Dad do, and Mom, do this too, because it's so necessary that we take our resources and we'll want to take care of that next year for five kids. But really, we'd love to have a founding investor, someone who really you know, can come on board or help us and put the money forward to take this to the next level. Yeah, we want to help as many kids as we can. You know, we... we, we Five kids is a start, but think about it. If we could help 100, if we could help 1,000 kids over the course of this program, I mean, we've made a big big difference. So so if I may here, we we have an ADD crowd that's listening to this, and there's a lot of emotions associated with some of this stuff, but I will will say in my experience over the year, there's a lot of people that are helping this, but I want to emphasize that Tony and Casey are coming about this with a business perspective. And and let me explain something to you. We have research that suggests that ADHD costs the United States economy $233 billion. Now, that was like eight or nine years ago. It's significantly more. If they can build this model, track the success of it, all right, and determine what kind of investment could launch these kids out there and make a quantify a $15,000 investment can save X. Now we actually have a number of what we call return on investment. We can go to different organizations and say, you see how if you make this contribution, you can lower the cost to the United States economy. It's, it's a very powerful message when you can begin to get cause and effect, and you can build a model that you can say, hey, we make this investment, it's going to save us money down the road. That's not to say that the model is has been built is going to work or do that. However, I know that Tony's got the kind of mindset that he's, that's moving towards that, and that's one of the things that hasn't been done. So I didn't mean to cut you off, Tony, but I just really wanted to frame uh, out so on. people realize that this is a different mindset and a different type of methodology. And, again, it hasn't been proven, but Tony's going through the process of building a pilot to test it and make refinements in it to move it forward, and he's starting a lot with his own money and trying to get other people's. And so if you're so inspired, please go to the website. Please reach out to these guys and participate because this is, this is not something I've seen happen over the years. So, again, you want to you wanna, you wanna add to that or anything? Or, or no, you're <laughs> spot on. Casey, anything to add there? Uh, no, they can also, since the website's not up and operating yet, they can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh, and our uh, donate information is on there as well, as well as some background on the foundation. 
Yeah. Yeah, we and, built this uh, in a way we reached out to Network for Good and we built a donation platform that it's a one click and it's really easy to click on it and the donations can go through individual donations. You know, but we got some really fun things, Jeff, coming up too, you know. Anthony loved motorcycles and we went to Harley Davidson and we got uh, we had a good friend who was a rider and he asked them if they would do something. So we have a ride for kindness coming up in October. October's ADHD Awareness Month. What a perfect time to do a ride for kindness. It's here in, in Wilmington, North Carolina. <clears throat> and then we hope to grow that ride. Next year, we're going to Pennsylvania, and we want to do a car show. And then to promote, now, I don't, I'll ask this. Uh, not a lot of people know about World Kindness Day. We're all familiar with Random Acts of Kindness Week, which is February 13th. World Kindness Day is November 13th. And it's one day where we go out and we do something kind. So we are going to promote that through merchandise. We're going to promote that through other avenues and public relations that we're working with to really get that message out. Let's just make a difference. Let's do something nice. And, you know, here's where do something nice. We could, we could all help the foundation out. We could all help each other out. Because if you're struggling with this as we did, and Casey told the story, you know, it's, it's challenging and it's and you know, we're blessed that we have a faith and that we have, uh, you know, we have each other that we could really, and our family that helps to drive us because our kids want to play a role in some in some form or fashion in this too. And uh, they've been great. And um, we really want to take this to the next level. So, Jeff, we appreciate you having us on and having the opportunity to share our story. And there'll be more on the story on the website when we get that finished. Um, As it grows. And I'm sure some of you could relate to it. Yeah, I mean, and we have many sponsors. We have some great sponsors already that helped us with the ride um, and some of the car show stuff that we're planning. Um, but we really need more, and it takes all of us to make a difference. You know, mm-hmm. we're, Casey and I are working hard to make a difference. Really, it takes the group together. We can we can help so many kids. Well, the, that need, yeah, that that you're building, you're building, you're building such a, a model and such a foundation, like. You know, if you can support a fundraiser, if you just want to support with contributions, if you're a professional and you want to participate, if you've got some business ideas and stuff like that, all that stuff rolls into it. So if you're listening to this and you're so moved, you have a place here somewhere, I encourage you to reach out. Again, the website is anthonysroadtokindness.com. And with that, Casey and Tony, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having Jeff, us, Jeff. You. It was great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff. Our Appreciate pleasure. It. I hope everybody you were inspired by this. Again, we don't do this, so that means that it's actually special. So uh, our secret word tonight was tragedy. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Catch us next week. 